Welcome to PTJ Author Interviews. PTJ Editor-in-Chief Alan Jetty talks with authors about the most interesting and sometimes surprising aspects of their work. And now, Dr. Jetty. I want to welcome listeners and viewers to this latest PTJ podcast. This is Alan Jetty, Editor-in-Chief of PTJ, and I'm delighted to have as my guest today, Dr. Jake Magel. He's a research assistant professor in the Department of Physical Therapy and Athletic Training at the University of Utah in Salt Lake City. Jake, welcome. Thank you. Happy to be here, Alan. We're going to talk about an article that he and his colleague recently published in PTJ. The title is Time Between an Emergency Department Visit and Initiation of Physical Therapy Intervention, Healthcare Utilization and Cost. Jake, I really enjoyed the study. I'm going to give our listeners and viewers a brief summary, and then we can talk about it. Sounds great. This was a retrospective cohort study. It involved 2,473 individuals, and the investigators examined the association between the length of time between an emergency department visit for low back pain and the subsequent initiation of physical therapist intervention for low back pain on one year low back pain related surgery, advanced imaging injections, long-term opioid use, subsequent emergency visits and other related costs. The researchers found that early physical therapy following an emergency department visit was associated with a reduced risk of receiving lumbar surgery and a reduced risk of advanced imaging, and they were less likely to have long-term opioid use and reduced healthcare costs in the 12 months following the initial visit. I was struck in your introduction, you talked about the fact that physical therapy was used by 10.8% of the patients in this study. I have to admit, it did surprise me. I thought it was quite low. Was that of a surprise to you or not? Actually, uh, it really wasn't a surprise to me. And I think that uh, other authors like Gail Horn et al. and Fritz et al., both found about the same rate of physical therapy use for low back pain after a primary care visit uh, for low back pain. And so I really, I really wasn't surprised. To me, it speaks to the nature of back pain and that maybe not everybody who accessed uh, the emergency department actually required physical therapy. I mean, obviously they didn't. Um, otherwise, we would have found uh, more instances of physical therapy. But but uh, people may tend to get better or they just might not have felt like they uh, wanted to incur the expense or they uh, just didn't feel like they needed it. So not everybody needs it. Well, let's talk about the people who did attend physical therapy. You report that they were slightly older and they had more comorbidities. They were more likely to have filled the pain medication prescription in the 30 days prior or after the visit. Did any of those associations jump out at you and surprise you? Well, again, I wasn't really surprised by particularly the, uh, the pain medication portion of that, just simply because uh, it kind of stands to reason that if somebody is taking pain medications in association or 
or in close proximity to the emergency room visit um, that uh, they might have uh, increased severity. And if they had increased severity, then, then they might seek care for that after the visit. And so um, that association really doesn't surprise me. The increased comorbidities, maybe that has to do with uh, uh, general, potentially uh, more general disability uh, associated with the individual that also might've been um, associated with a patient seeking physical therapy also. Um, and older people, uh, I think, tend to have more comorbidities. So that might be able to explain it that way. So I don't, I don't really think I was too surprised by, by those findings at all. It suggested to me that maybe people who were, had a more severe case were yeah. the ones getting therapy. Yeah, I agree. Let's talk about those who got therapy. Of that group, about 65% received early PT, so about two-thirds of them. And when you looked at the early users of PT services, they had less comorbidity. They were more likely to be insured by commercial plans or Medicare Advantage. And they were more likely to participate in a high deductible plan. Now, some of those associations didn't surprise me at all, but I didn't see the high deductible plan association. Uh, that surprised me. Um, how about you guys? Did, did that make sense to you? Well, I mean, after thinking about it a while, and this is really speculation, um, I think it's it's been found uh, that that younger people have a high deductible health plan. Uh, they're the ones more likely to have high deductible health plans. And uh, those people are generally more healthy. Um, and it could be that they're that they're more willing to share the risk uh, with the high deductible health plan and they, and maybe uh, this younger group is more focused on wellness and, and prevention. Um, and a lot of, a lot of uh, high deductible health plans also have a health savings account. And it could be that uh, the increased expense and the costs associated with uh, an ED visit, the patient might view that physical therapy, that, again, this is just purely conjecture, that patient might view that physical therapy is the best option to potentially reduce future expense, yeah. especially if their health savings account covers the copays. Yeah, well, we don't know, but it is interesting. Well, let's talk about some of the associations with early use of physical therapy. You found an association with lower subsequent risk of lumbar surgery advanced imaging and long-term opioids. And others have reported that as well. In your study, did you look at the magnitude of those associations and were those um, associations clinically impactful? Uh, well, that's a good question in terms of whether they were clinically impactful. Um, I, I think that if, that if early physical therapy can reduce the risk by nearly 50% uh, of having lumbar surgery, then, then to me, that seems like it's clinically impactful. Um, the raw numbers of patients that actually had surgery in both groups was relatively was relatively low. In early, I'll just check my note, my paper here. In early physical therapy, uh, 19 patients ended up having surgery, and in delayed physical therapy, only 21. Um, but the proportion of of those patients in early physical therapy it was 11%, and delayed it was 22. And so the, the risk ratio in favor of early, early physical therapy was 0.47. So, 
So that I think um, to me is clinically meaningful. And if we, if we then look at uh, advanced imaging, maybe a little bit less so because, because advanced imaging, um, uh, early physical therapy was, uh, you were 0.72 times as likely to have advanced image CT scan or, or an MRI if you attended, if you attended early physical therapy. And so maybe not quite as uh, uh, the magnitude's not quite as big, um, but uh, I think that, uh, let me just move on to long-term opioid use. There again, we saw a, a it was early physical therapy was protective against long-term opioid use in that you had, uh, you were 0. 4, 0. 0.46 times as likely to have uh, long-term opioid use if you attended physical therapy early. And certainly given the, the risks of, of uh, misuse and abuse and, and uh, death associated with, uh, 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 with prolonged opioid use, um, I think that's a, an important finding. And it's consistent with what others have reported in other data sets as well, I believe. Yeah. I think it is too. Yeah. Now, when we look at the costs, the 12 month cost for those who had no PT, on average, it was around $788 compared to just over 5,000 for those who had PT. That's a fairly large difference. What, what was your interpretation of that finding, Jake? Again, I think it goes to severity. Um, for those patients that did not attend physical therapy after the emergency department visit, um, they had decreased uh, healthcare utilization in the year following that visit. And, um, and so they probably weren't as severe, uh, had lower health, had fewer uh, comorbidities and so on. And so they didn't access healthcare and therefore didn't pay the costs. Um, those people that did go to physical therapy uh, went so probably for a reason, uh, because again, it probably has to do with severity. And it's important to note that that uh, using claims data, we really don't get a good sense for um, the level of pain or the or disability. We just that that information is just not available to us. But I, I think that we can speculate that uh, severity of the condition certainly has something to it, which would cause the patient to seek physical therapy, and then potentially have uh, increased. Um, utilization in terms of more physical therapy visits and, and down and and downstream healthcare utilization in terms of low back pain related healthcare utilization than those people that didn't attend. Yeah. What was particularly striking to me is when you focus on the group that received physical therapy, the adjusted mean low back pain related costs for those who got the PT early was about 3,800. The delayed PT group, it was a little over 8,600. So a real striking difference between those two groups. Was that how you saw it as well? Yes, it is. And that's consistent with what others have found too when we're looking at timing of care related to low back pain is that the earlier, if somebody attends physical therapy, if they attend physical therapy and they do it early, they're less likely to incur um, uh, downstream healthcare related costs related to that low back pain. And that's essentially what we found too. And, uh, and I think that's a, an important um, and an interesting finding. Now in the big picture, $5,000 may not seem like a lot, but over many, many patients, um, it, it will tend to add up. Um, so I guess uh, I wasn't too surprised uh, that we found that. Um, 
and it's really is what I expected. If I was a payer, I'd want to figure out how to get people, those who are going to get PT, I'd want to figure out how to get them to PT right away. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good point. And, and uh, um, perhaps, you know, there's some work being done by some uh, researchers in Australia that are figuring out a way in the emergency department to stratify the patient uh, based on their level of risk for prolonged disability. Um, related to low back pain presenting in the emergency department. And um, if we could somehow do that here in the United States, figure out in the emergency department who is likely to benefit from physical therapy and thus prevent prolonged disability and healthcare utilization, then that is, uh, I, I think, the way that we should go. Because clearly, uh, just based on our study and, and the study of others, not everybody needs PT but trying to figure out in the emergency department at the point of care, who would benefit from that uh, would be a really great next step. Well, I wanna thank you, Dr. Magel. I really enjoyed your article. I would encourage our listeners and viewers to, to take a look at it in PTJ. And I really appreciate the opportunity to talk to you about it. I look forward to seeing your future work. Thank you very much. I appreciate the time today. And I just like to thank COSTAR, the Center for Health Services Research and Training, because they funded my part-time faculty fellowship program for this project. And I'd like to thank my co-authors, which is Julie Fritz and Jaywon Kim, and in particular, Janet Freeberger, because she was my faculty mentor for the COSTAR fellowship. So I re really appreciate uh, being here today, Alan. Thank you very much. My pleasure. Thanks, Jake.